Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. P P the Z and I P the C. Teaching business skills from clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a million dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings. So I, like a sock, farmer sweated for that green. Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please. Share this podcast with a friend in a mean. Now it's talks of business from clay to Z. It's a Thrive Time Show on the radio. Yes, yes, it is yeah. the Thrive Time Show on oh, your radio. Yeah. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year. Sent here to get you into a great financial position. Sent here to make your financial issues disappear. Sent here because I am on a mission to get you in a great financial position. What does it mean to be on a mission? What, is, what does it mean to be on a mission? Well, this is, this is how I define it. And I would like for everybody listening to the show to determine your mission this year. This is something I would, I would challenge you to do. What is your mission? This is, this is, this is how I define mission. For, for me, a mission is when you are engaged in something that you would be doing if you only had 30 days left to live. That's what the mission That's is. That's a heavy, heavy concept. So if I had 30 days left to live, I would still be doing this. Why? Because I know this is what God's called me to do. You say, well, how do you know that? Did you hear an audible voice? No, but I'm always drawn to it. The, the, the word vocation means you're calling. And I literally have felt called and or drawn to entrepreneurship since I was second grade. Ever since I can remember, I've been popping my collar. You know what I mean? Uh, but I was, <laughs> like, I was like, you know, second grade and I'm, I'm du- duplicating Tapes illegally, high-speed dubbing tapes and selling them. I remember I bought the Richard Marks, uh, the song "Right Here Waiting for You" by Richard Marks. Paula Abdul, straight up now, tell me, do you really want to love, love me, me forever? forever? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I bought that tape. I bought Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain that was falling, falling. You know, I've got about that. I bought Richard Marks. I had Bobby Brown. Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. I just, you know, what was that again? You know, yes, anyway, yes. They say they say I'm crazy, but I really <laughs> don't care. Getting girls is how I live. You know, just I gotta get into it. He had it was when people had like a, a keyboard guitar, the keytar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just it's my prerogative. You know, mm. had that one, and then like. Uh, I just I had all these. He I mean, can't stop. He's not gonna. He's gonna keep going. I mean, it was a, it was a great time for music. The the hair, Taylor Dane, love will lead you back. Or oh, someday I just know that. Come on, remember the hairspray, the big bangs. Love big will bangs. lead you back in my arms where you belong. <laughs> Everybody now. Okay, okay. okay Michael, remember okay, Michael okay. Bolton? Remember Michael Bolton? Michael how can we be Bolton? lovers if we can? He's like just screaming. Can't be friends, everybody. How can we start over when the fighting never is? He always just screaming. How can we? No, just it's awesome. He just he would just do covers of all the songs that we already knew. That that beautiful man skullet he has. God, remember Madonna? I do. Get into the groove. Boy, you've got to prove your love to me. Wow. Yeah. He's you know, feeling it today. This is so good. You know, and I had all those tapes, and I'd buy those tapes, and I'd high-speed dub those tapes. I'd copy those tapes. 
and I would sell those tapes. I didn't know it was illegal, but I sold those tapes. This seems like a good idea. Sold a lot of tapes. Principal talked to me and said, you can't sell tapes. So I went to Sam's Club, and I used my profits to buy some gum. gum. Turns out people can't chew gum at school, so I could sell it for like 50 cents a piece, but I bought it for five cents a piece in the big bucket. There you I go. I bought that big bucket at Sam's of that bubble, that super bubble stuff. Oh, yeah. Loses the flavor in about 10 seconds. But you still chew it. Uh, the big league chew. I'd sell you like a, I'd sell you like a, a, a handful, you know, just a pinch. For, yeah, just, just a, a pinch. Yeah, yeah, it's a dollar per pinch, y'all. And so <laughs> I've always been an entrepreneur, and so I've been self-employed for a long, long time. And then I was able to, at the age of twenty, when a lot of people are still trying to figure out, you know, what they're going to do with their life, um, I was entrepreneur of the year for the city of Tulsa. And so I've just had a lot of success for a long time, and it's because I'm a freaking grinder. I mean, I've spent my 10,000 hours learning entrepreneur. You know, there's a book, Outliers, that says you don't become great at anything until you've invested 10,000 hours in it. You know, a musical instrument or a sport or a hobby or a, a, an endeavor, um, a skill. You don't get great at it until you're 10,000 uh, hours you've invested in it. I already had my 10,000 hours in before I was 20. So uh, it's kind of like my, my passion. And so what we're talking about today is that the mind is what the mind is fed, learning how to block out negativity. And there's somebody out there that needs to hear this message. You will become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And so what happens is, is that I know that I'm supposed to teach entrepreneurship and to teach that skill set to anybody who wants to know it. That's what I'm called to do. And I know that you are listening today and you have a calling on your life. And I don't know what that calling is. But if you want to learn how to start and grow a successful company so that you can fuel the pursuit of your passion, so you can have enough money and time freedom and financial freedom to achieve your goals, then I'd invite you to attend one of our workshops. And uh, one of the things that's kind of funny, though, is that when you surround yourself with a certain group of people long enough, you start to pick up on their accent, their way of life, their way of communication. And as a speaker, uh, whenever you win some awards as an entrepreneur, you'll get some calls. And uh, I got a call from a, uh, a uh, the, the Charleston, South Carolina Chamber of Commerce, mm -hmm. and they hired me to go speak. It was put on by the Multier News, M-O-U-L-T-I-E-R, Multier News. You just have a Multier News, Clay Clark. I'm sure you can find evidence of this event. And it was sponsored by Publix. The uh, Publix was the uh, uh, grocery store. Now, Chuck, I've never been to a Publix, nor have I ever heard the name. And so the the sponsor before I get up there to speak, and again, the people you're around will affect your normal. So if you were in if you were in Charleston, you would know how to pronounce the name Publix. So she said right. if you could make sure that you thank our sponsors, it's very important from the stage we thank our sponsors. They've been very nice to us and I want to make sure we thank them. And I said, you know what I'm gonna do? Because I'm always over the top with it. I am going to make sure that I mention our sponsor at least a dozen times. A hundred times. I mean, I'm going to thank, I'm going to weave it into the conversation. I'm going to say, you know, folks, uh, before we get started, let's give a round of applause for our generous sponsor, the good folks at, boom. And then as I'm talking, I'll say like, you know, hey guys, today, uh, when you leave here today, I encourage you to go, go out to yada yada to that store and get a notepad, get a pen, get some paper right across the street. Just go over there, get those accoutrements. It's your one-stop shop. If you, those of you who've driven here, maybe go there, go, go over there and get a Red Bull at the store that sponsored us. I mean, let's just, let's hear it for them. Oh. The problem is the name of the company is Publix. The name of the company is not Publix. <laughs> <laughs> and so from the stage, I'm, and my <laughs> wife is making that face like that she's upset. And I go, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody for uh, being here today at the Charleston, South Carolina Chamber of Commerce. It's a powerful event. We're so excited to have everybody out here, but it wouldn't be possible without the, the sponsorships of the good friends at Publix. <laughs> <laughs> I said, 
you know, Publix is a great store. And in fact, <laughs> uh, we're, our hotels are located right next to them. I, and I went in there today, and it was a true story. I went in there to get a razor. I went into to Publix, and I got a razor. <laughs> and then I, I just keep talking about, you know, and, and then the people in the audience are kind of laughing. So like You're like, a, I'm crushing it. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> so like a kid, you know, kids will, will say crazy things when they're three or four years old, five years old. And if you're laughing or you're kind of it's like a dog, you know. 400 times later, they're still doing the same thing. They think that you want them to do more of it. Right. You know, that's why you can't laugh at your kid if they're doing something mischievous because they will keep doing it. <laughs> right. And so I just keep just hammering. I'm like, you know, guys, I'm going to teach you the 10 success principles today. I can't remember what the topic was, but we're going to teach you the 10 success principles the, the Publix 10 success <laughs> principles. And then it was like, I mean, I had all different ways, like 10 ways. that I, It was like, you know, I'm teaching like search engine optimization in our next workshop. And I'm teaching like the three keys to get your website to the top of the Publix Google or, you know, just all over the place. And finally, after like probably an hour or two, I don't know, my wife pulls me aside and goes, it is Publix. <laughs> it is not Publix. You have been saying Publix. And I'm going, but I don't, I don't understand why that's funny, Clay. I don't understand. I said, Vanessa, I don't see why that's funny at all. Cause like it's in the, the name of a store. Because I'm in the moment of it. Right. <laughs> and the, the, drawing the, the conclusion, <laughs> drawing the connection between the Publix, the Publix, it's P-U-B-L-I-X, the Publix right. uh, uh, grocery store, and me saying Publix, drawing the connection between me saying Publix and pubic hair was not <laughs> something that i could do because i'm in like rock brain mode right where i'm just on fire because i'm so focused showtime and the thing and the reason why i mentioned this is there's somebody out there <laughs> listening to today's show your logo sucks it just sucks That's but terrible. the problem is you're not selling <laughs> vacuums your logo just doesn't work or your website is terrible your sales process is jacked your mindset is in the toilet your marriage sucks. The way you treat your wife is awful. The way that you treat your kids is crap. The way that you treat your employees is bad. It's not good. But because you don't film your employees and ask them for objective reviews on video, and because you don't have Lee Cockrell, the man who used to manage Walt Disney World Resorts as a mentor in your life because you don't have a Dr. Zellner in your life because you don't have Michael Levine the former PR consultant for Nike and Pizza Hut and uh, the Clintons and, and Prince and Michael Jackson speaking into your life because these people are not in your life on a daily basis what, you, what you're doing is you think this is normal and so what happens is you get used to you get loyal to dysfunction you become addicted to it. It becomes a habit. It becomes, this is what you do. I go to work. I go to church. I go home. I go to work. I go to church. I go home. And I'm 30. I go to work. I go to church. I go home. And I'm 40. I go to work. I go to church. And I'm home. And I'm 50. I go to work. I go to church. I go home. And I'm 60. I go to work. I go to church. I go to home. I had a minor heart attack. Now, all of a sudden, you had a breakdown. Now, you're like, uh-oh, I need a breakthrough. And now, you realize change. something's got to give. Something's got to change. And that change can happen, but it won't happen unless you decide to surround yourself with positive people. Let me give you an example of me being an idiot. Oh, yeah, I like these. Well, I didn't wait pretty much the entirety of every show <laughs> is you just being an idiot. Okay, but listen to this. When I was in college at Oral Roberts University, 
uh, there were students there who were into rap music like at any college. But what I did in my college dorm room is I became known as like, this is the rap room. Like if you want to record rap songs or oh, you want to like hang gift, out. Gift wrapping. We're not gift wrapping. Oh, okay, okay. But if you want to record rap songs, talk, talk about rap music, DJ Clay's on four, four, uh, the fourth floor of EMR. Uh, that's the dorm. It stands for something. I don't know. That's why you don't use acronyms. It's EMR <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> at Oral Roberts University. And I'm in the fourth floor of that, that dorm. And so I started uh, looking at rap lyrics and trying to break them down, like decode rap lyrics. Because I thought, like, man, if we could know what the lyrics mean, then that would be awesome. And so I would print out the lyrics to songs. And a lot of times you couldn't find the printed because the internet didn't work like that back in the day. So you'd have to type out the lyrics. And so we come back. I want, I want to um, break down for you how I, would how I would often spend entire weekends. I would spend literally an entire Friday night into a, into a Saturday. I'd pull an all-nighter and I would wake up at noon because I was so tired as a result of pulling an all-nighter with college buddies trying to decode rap lyrics. One, it was a massive waste of time. Two, the things we learned should not have been learned. Three, <laughs> we didn't make any more money as a result of it. Four, we didn't benefit the planet as a result of it. Five, it didn't help us at all. Six, it changed our worldview to be more negative. It just wasn't a good thing. And so we come back. I'm going to break down what will happen What'll happen to your weekends, to your nights, to your holidays, to everything when you surround yourself with idiots. What happens to your life when you surround yourself with chronically negative people? Now, if you want to surround yourself with positive people, go to thrivetimeshow.com and purchase your tickets to the February 16th and 17th conference. And if you want to get free tickets, simply leave us an objective review on iTunes and send us proof that you did so by emailing us to info at thrive15.com. Leave us an objective review on iTunes. Find the Thrive Time Show on iTunes. Leave us an objective review and send us proof you did it to info at thrive15.com. Stay tuned. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. P P the Z and I P the C. Teaching business skills from Clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a million dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings. So I, like a sock bomb, sweated for that green. Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please. Share this podcast with a friend and a mean. Now let's talk some business from Clay to it's a Thrive Time Show on the radio. Oh, it is the Thrive Time yes, Show is. on your oh, radio. Yeah. Yes, it is. And we're talking today about the mind becomes what the mind is fed. And specifically, you will become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So the question really is, who are you spending time with? Who is, who is impacting your normal? Who is um, validating your assumptions? Who are you getting your wisdom from? Where are you getting your advice? Um, just as an example of just uh, uh, something that I find to be immensely stupid and immensely um, uh, just it, it, this is this is an example. And if, if and by the way, if this idea irritates you, I'm sorry that you're wrong, but I'm going to try to uh, give it to you nicely. After I just said this is a sign of immense stupidity, but here's an example. <laughs> um there is a program out there you can get now where they're going to ship you a new book every day in a box. So it's okay. like you're getting your mentorship in a box. And in that box is a summary of a book 
that you can just quickly look at real fast. So it's, it's, they're shipping you a summary. Right. Not an actual book. Well, what happens is, and I, 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 this, is, this happened, this is a true story. I was at a speaking event probably a year ago, and this guy at the conference gets up and says, I read a book every day, and I just want you, that's my secret for my... Yeah, now, here's the thing is, he's not very successful, and he's on a panel where uh, they're asking questions about, you know, if you're a store owner, what are your biggest challenges? And, you know, and so somebody in the audience says, well, I just struggle with ongoing education. I know that's a big thing you guys have suggested that all the store owners in this fellowship. It's like a, they have like Maytag University, Farmers University, uh, anytime they are Ashley Furniture, you know, they have like, a, they get all the store owners together at one time. Right. And they'll have these summits or these events where they'll talk about um, the state of the industry. And then people will serve on a panel, um, not because they're awesome, but because they have a store and they can maybe relate to the issues. And so someone puts their hand up and says, I'm just really struggling finding the time to read books, you know, and specifically, guys have all recommended. And by the way, I'm going to read the I'm going to read I'm going to read off the list of the books that were recommended for them to read. And I know these books. There's probably a few I'm missing, but I know these books because everyone talked about it over and over and over. And I've read these books, and so I, it made sense to me. They all said, "He goes, I, I know we're supposed to read the E Myth by Michael Gerber. I know I've been told that. I know I'm supposed to read Winning by Jack Welch. I know I'm supposed to read The Ultimate." Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. I know I'm supposed to read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I know I'm supposed to read Traction by Gino Wickman. And I know, and he starts listing off these books, okay? And there's probably about 10 on that list. It's a lot of books. Yeah, twenty-one. it was 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership was on the list. And right. there's kind of these cornerstone books. And he says, but I just struggle with finding the time to read. And I just wanted to know... Um, how you guys do it. Which is a real problem for business owners, right? It's you know, finding the time to right. do it. And this is what the advice was from this guy who, by the way, turns out didn't have a successful business at all. <laughs> he says, I have this thing uh, where I get a box where they mail me a book summary. And there's actually an app on my phone where it gives me like a five-minute summary of every book. And so I read a book pretty much every day now. Oh, Billy. Now, there's a program out there called Blinkist which I would recommend that you would listen to as a book summary to decide whether you want to read the book or not. Oh, that's a good take on it. But as far as that being, you can't tell people, I read a book I'm a, a voracious reader. The only person <laughs> that I know that actually reads a book a day is Jim Stovall. That's crazy. And you're going, well, he's a, he's a blind guy. How does he do that? He takes the audio book, he'll get the audio book, and he'll play it faster than the normal setting so I think you'll play it maybe two times as fast right. or maybe jim if you're listening i don't know how many times maybe you could email us and tell us and that way i could I 17 could times speed i think he listens to it maybe two times speed or whatever so he can understand the concepts right and he does that every day but and that's what two three hours of your time jim i mean that's a lot of time every day but this guy was saying that he reads a book a day by getting these summaries well so i I decided, just out of curiosity, I'm going to go ahead and subscribe to this program and get a couple of them shipped to me just to see. And they are absolutely crap. But the reason why I bring that up is that if you were that guy's friend, you would feel like you are reading a book a day, quote unquote, because you're getting an auto-shipped book summary sent to you. So when right. I was in college, I had a DJ company called DJ Connection, but I really didn't know anything about success i just knew how to book myself as a dj grind and people 
uh, who were rappers and aspiring rappers would reach out to me because they heard that I could record music with them. And so I'd charge them typically about 20 bucks an hour to record music with them. And that's how I refined my recording skills. And I got better at these certain um, skill sets, which was a good byproduct. But when I wasn't charging them to record, I was spending my time breaking down the lyrics of rap songs and trying to find the inner meaning, trying to decode the rap lyrics. And I would spend all Friday night, I would stay up all Friday night and then all Saturday morning. And I would do that and I'd pull an all-nighter and I got as a byproduct of that a a vast knowledge of a massive quantity of rap songs. So I'm going to give you one song I remember breaking down with the guys. This is called Shimmy Shimmy Yaw by ODB. And ODB stands for Old Dirty, we'll just call it uh, Child Without a Father. Okay. Yeah. Old Dirty Child Without a Father. So ODB. And this is what he says. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, yaw, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yay. Give me the mic so I can take it away. Off on a natural charge, bon, bon voyage. Yeah, from the home of the Dodgers Brooklyn squad. Wu-Tang killer bees on the swarm. Rain on your dollars, boop, disco dorm. For you to even touch my skill, you got to have one killer bee and he ain't going to kill now. Chop that down, pass it all around. Lyrics get hard, quick cement to the ground. For any MC in 52 states, I get psycho killer Norman Bates. My producer slam, my flow is like bam. Jump on the stage and then a da da Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. any 52 states i am not exaggerating i literally questioned whether we had 52 uh, states wait a minute <laughs> as a result i'm not i remember going do we have 52 am i st- missing something <laughs> i remember that and so i'm just telling you if you're spending your entire uh downtime reading the wrong books even if you read books it's not helpful right so when you someone says to me what books should i read to build a successful company um if you asked uh, lee cockerell the former executive vice president of Walt Disney World Resorts, what book to read, um, you should probably listen to the recommendation because you can look at the fruit of their lives and you can trace it back to the root. And you might want to know what they're doing. But if the average person recommends a book to you and they're not doing well in life, why would you read a book that they recommend to you? Why, why would you do Why that? take any recommendations from them? At all. <laughs> right. So the question is, who are you surrounding yourself with? And if you want to meet entrepreneurs just like you, you really need to get out to our next Thrive Time Show workshop. It's February 16th and 17th. The tickets are $99 a piece. Two days, 15 hours of power. We will teach you marketing, sales, everything you need to know to start and grow a successful company. And if you want to get free tickets, just go to the Thrive Time Show on iTunes, leave us an objective review, and email us proof you did it to info at thrive15.com. Stay tuned. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. Space is made for radio and not TV. Talking everything from play to Z. Auto watches, banks, haircuts, and glasses. You want to sell me body, sold it to the masses. No classes or prerequisites. Just business school as raw as it gets. It's a drive time show on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. It's all about you. 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 Say we bring the boom. Yes, sir. It's Z and Clay broadcasting from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. But check the syllabus is getting you paid. Make the business boom is what we do. You can do it, let us show you. I'm a father of five with maniacal focus. 
back, Thrive Nation. Welcome back to The Conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and I am the former United States Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year. I'm a guy who started my first business, djconnection.com, out of my college dorm room at Oral Roberts University. And so I used a Micron computer that I bought as a result of uh, working in the concrete industry. I also um, worked as a home health aide for a child with Down syndrome and uh, cerebral palsy. I worked at Applebee's. I worked at Target. I worked at DirecTV. And so my path from the dorm room to the boardroom involved basically every step of the way. I started at the bottom and worked my way up to the top. And you right now, I don't care where you're at. I don't care where you're coming from. I only care where you're going to. I don't care about where you're coming from. I only care about where you're going to. And nobody... Nobody out there ever screws up enough to ever lose the unconditional love of Christ. I believe that. Now, you might have to go to jail. You might not be able to get a job, but you never lose that unconditional love of Christ. Now, as a business owner, a lot of times um, you got to understand the customer, that is a very conditional relationship. The employee is a very conditional relationship. So as long as you provide a good income, and a good work environment, that the employee has a conditional love. As long as the employee doesn't find a better gig, then it's a conditional love. Now that the customer has found your company to get their haircuts, you know, as an example, we have a lot of guys, a lot of listeners who have uh, taken me up on the challenge. You get your hair. By the way, if you're listening right now, you've never been to Elephant in the Room. You've got to check it out. Our men's grooming lounge. We have uh, three locations in Tulsa to serve you soon to be hundreds of them throughout the country. Um, But if you're listening within the Tulsa broadcast area, we have one at 17th and Boston. We have uh, uh, one at uh, 65th and uh, Lynn Lane-ish. We have one at 91st and uh, Yale. There's three Elephant in the Room locations, and it's a dollar for your first haircut. It's kind of like the country club of hair. And people love the experience. And by the way, it's a dollar again for the first time. So if you try it out for a dollar and you like it, I mean, you can come back. If you don't like it, then you don't have to come back. But it's interesting how people love the elephant in the room. We have thousands of members, and they love it conditionally until maybe they have a bad experience because maybe a stylist who, you know, on our team, we train, train, train our stylists, and they're very good. But I would argue that they make a mistake, probably one out of 33 haircuts, because they're a human, right? right? And so the moment we mess up, you know, you go somewhere else, which is fine. And then after they mess up, you come back, and it's a conditional thing. And so business is all about conditional love, not unconditional love. But I'm telling you, if you find yourself in a situation right now where you're not getting any love from the marketplace or from your employees, and you want to learn how to build a better office culture, how to hire people better, how to to increase your sales, we will teach you the moves that you can use to build a successful business. But even if your business doesn't succeed this year, you're never too far away from the love of Christ. And I want to share that with you because I think there's somebody out there who needs to hear that today. But let's just say that you do have a successful company and uh, you start hanging out with idiots, people who are Mm. not ethical entrepreneurs or Mm. or not good people. Say you're a husband, you're a good husband, uh, a good father, and you start hanging out with bad fathers and bad husbands. Say you are a virtuous lady and uh, you start hanging out with uh, women of the night, women of ill repute. Uh, Say you are a wonderful mom and you start hanging out with people who don't like being a mom. Over time, the people that are are around you, you become the average of the five people that you spend the most 
time with. And so I was just telling you before the break um, how I've spent my time surrounding myself with rappers during college, memorizing rap lyrics, which is probably not a good use of my time. Yeah, you know. I say probably definitely not a good use of my time. <laughs> but Eric Chubb, did you ever have a time in your life where you were surrounding yourself with idiots? Or yeah. maybe you were an idiot and you were surrounding yourself with, maybe well, you were the idiot who was negatively impacting good people. I don't know. That's a whole different discussion. I wasn't even thinking about that yet. But <laughs> So was there ever a time in your career where you surrounded yourself with I, I can think of a really good example back in my college days as well. Um, I played college uh, soccer at a junior college in a small town in Oklahoma. And when I moved there, I moved there as a sophomore instead of a freshman. So I was moving into the age group of the two of the guys who already knew everybody from the year before. And so I kind of latched on to a couple dudes that I thought were cool, right? All oh, these guys are fun to hang out with. They're pretty fun. And it turns out there was nothing to do but drink and party in this little small town. And so that's what I spent the entire first semester doing. And I was reflecting over Christmas break, had really long hair, like down to the nips, you know, super long hair and just you had really you had long ear, hair earrings. I mean, I was just, you know, just having fun with life. Right. Right. And I went home for Christmas break and I was reflecting and, you know, I decided to chop all my hair off and I went back and I thought, you know, I'm not getting as much playing time as I want. I'm not getting better. And I realized it was because I was just spending all my time with these guys and we're going to this house on 4th Street every day after class, meet the four or five same guys over there, have some beers, watch a stupid movie that we've already watched a hundred times, uh, Out Cold, watch that a million times about the snowboarding on the mountains. Like, <laughs> like what, out what, what, cold? what are, yeah, Out Cold. What are Never we doing? seen that movie. Oh, it's a snowboarding mountain town movie. Bruh, so it's awesome, yeah, bro. It, uh, so, bro. Bruh. So great, man. Um, point being, I decided that I was going to, there was one main guy, me and him had a lot in common from our childhood and everything. And he was the main guy I was hanging out with. And I decided, you know what? Second semester, I'm going back and I'm not hanging out with that guy. And I had a candid conversation with him, said, you can start joining me in these other spots. If you want, I'm going to spend more time in the gym. I'm going to spend more time with our coach because I want to come back right. next year and actually play, possibly get a scholarship, whatever. Um, started hanging out with other guy on the team. So the point of this whole story is that sometimes maybe you're not the business owner and you're stuck in an organization and you're hanging out with the wrong people in the organization, you can't necessarily leave that group yet. Change who you're hanging out with inside that group because somebody there has the mindset that you're looking for. And so that's what I did. And I got offered a scholarship the next semester. I got a lot more playing. Like just everything was so much better because I was concentrating on what I needed to be working on. And I encourage you as concept number five, as we're talking about the mind is what the mind is fed. I encourage everybody to have a magnificent obsession in 2018. It is so vitally important that you have a goal. When your goal became to get more playing time or your goal began to you wanted to improve physically, get better at the game of soccer, right. now you had a purpose and now you had to say no to the things that were in the way of that. Right. But a lot of people, we, we don't have a purpose yet. So you just stick with the dysfunction. You're loyal to the dysfunction. Because it, it fills your schedule. Right. And you stay busy doing the wrong things. And then it's, in that particular situation, it's bad because you tend to stay up late. You do. And then you don't get up early, and then you miss class, and it's just a repetitive cycle. It's a different version of a doom loop. So you just got to get out of there. Get out of those people's lives. Just make yours. Uh, cherish your own life and cherish who you spend your time with. And so I'm going to give you a notable quotable from Napoleon Hill that goes like this on page 73 of Think and Grow Rich. It goes says, a like this. Well, I tell you, when we come back from the break, I will read the notable quotable from Napoleon Hill. But first, I want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to get those free conference tickets. Chubb, how does everybody get a free workshop ticket, my friend? So typically, um, they're $99 each, but that, that, it's not going to be your problem today, okay? You can get two free tickets if you will uh, search for Thrive Time Show and, and open it up in iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us an objective review. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, take proof. So screenshot that thing and email it to info at thrive15.com with your phone number. We'll get you two free tickets, two normally tickets. $99 each. 
Oh, stay tuned. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. More about finding your magnificent obsession when we return. Oh. What you learn, increase what you learn. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. I'm a pop revive with maniacal focus to teach the proven moves, no hocus pocus. Because get rich quick is not a move, but the proven system will make your life improve. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show is where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from Clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the mic until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a billion dollar dream. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And uh, if you are joining us live on the radio broadcast... Hello. If you're joining us on the podcast, greetings to you. But I want to make sure that we share sort of a a big announcement with the Thrive Nation, something kind of new, something kind of exciting. Um, We have just thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads because of great people like you. Uh, The Thrive Nation is really growing. Uh, Many of you are taking the time to, to share the podcast with a friend. You know, you'll listen to a show and you're like, oh, my gosh. You should hear this, or this one really impacted me, or and you're sharing it all over social media. And what's happening is, is we have so many downloads that we now have had, uh, I don't know, dozens of businesses, big companies reach out and want to know if they can advertise on the podcast. And the thing about the podcast um, advertisement is you're only delivering your message to ideal and likely buyers if they meet our demographic. You know, what kind of sick freak listens to a show about entrepreneurship that doesn't own a successful company or doesn't want to? So if you want to reach entrepreneurs uh, or potential entrepreneurs and you want to advertise um, with us, all you got to do is just shoot us an email to info at thrive15.com and just kind of explain to us why you'd like to be an advertiser on the show. We have different pricing options for all different budgets, but the main thing is that um, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and just a few moments to destroy your reputation, according to a Warren Buffett. And so we really do want to make sure that we don't advertise for anybody unless we agree with their products, their services, unless they're offering a true win-win to the marketplace. Um, and we just, we, so again, just because somebody wants to advertise doesn't mean we're going to do it. We are saving one spot for snake oil. Just one advertising spot. Nice, nice. Okay, <laughs> so concept number five is we're talking about the mind is what the mind is fed. Learning how to block out negativity. You must have a magnificent obsession. Page 73 of the 1945 edition of Think and Grow Rich reads, The information easily is easily conveyed. Any idea, plan, or purpose, any idea, plan, or purpose may be placed in the mind through the repetition of thought. That is why you are asked to write out a statement of your major purpose or definite chief aim. Commit it to memory and repeat it in audible words day after day until these vibrations of sound have reached your subconscious mind. Let me repeat. The information is easily conveyed. Any idea, plan, or purpose may be placed in the mind through the repetition of thought. That is why you are asked to write out a statement of your major purpose or definite aim or your magnificent obsession. Commit it to memory and repeat it. Commit it to memory and repeat it. Commit it to memory and repeat it. In audible words, day after day, until these vibrations of sound have reached your subconscious mind, what does it mean? It means that you need 
to print out your goals for 2018. Get those pictures. Get that dream board. A dream board, isn't that something you do in high school? Yeah, remember high school when you had dreams? <laughs> remember high school when you had goals? Same times were so nice. You remember that, though, when you are middle school, you used to have dreams? When mm-hmm. I grow up, I want to be a... Astronaut. I can tell you this. I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do when I was in high school. Uh, I'm doing it. Why? Because I wrote it down. Right. And what happens is God, the universe, people around you, they will conspire to help you when they know what you want. But if you're hitchhiking through the game of life and you don't know where you're going, even if somebody with a full tank of gas pulls over and says, where do you want to go? They can't help you get there. Oh, that's powerful. Because you don't know where you're going. You know, Tim Ferriss, the uh, podcaster, the best-selling author, he talks about this a lot. But people complain all the time about how they're not happy with their current life and their current uh, situation. But yet, if you ask them what they would want to do if they had the time freedom, they don't know. Right. So what I want you to do is I want you to get out a sheet of paper, and I want you to obsess about your business and to write down your goals for this year, because I promise you, nobody else cares. I promise you. Nobody else cares. And, and you, oh, I thought you cared. I do care with limits. So let me give you an example. Uh, when I woke up on the Saturday of the Patriots-Titans game at 3 a.m., I was thinking about prepping to record a look under the hood with Paul Hood. At 6 o'clock, I was prepping for the Thrive Time show. At 9, I was going to uh, Hobby Lobby because I heard they opened. At 10, I was going to Atwoods because I knew they were open. I bought the accoutrements I need, burnable wood. I bought, is there, is there, is there wood You don't want that burnable? non-burnable wood. I bought, the wood <laughs> I, bought, I bought pinion wood. I bought fire starter. I bought charcoal. I bought frames. Um, I bought the things that I needed my, my, for my patina, my decor, my accoutrements. Mm. I bought those things. Then uh, the smoker came over at 10. They're smoking. The guys at Master Machine, awesome job. They're just, uh, it was, the food was great. So much fun. Then at like 5 o'clock, I went back to Hobby Lobby because I realized I hadn't been there in like seven hours. So I had to and go they're back. still open. So. Right, so I went over there, <laughs> and I got what I needed. Then I came back. Then I got ready for the game. And then after the game, after the game, after the game was, was won by the Patriots, uh, I felt like there was one more game to win, if you know what I mean. Oh. And so I you won that of, game. You had a bowl of ice cream. I won, I won that game. And then... I didn't think about you at all during that window of time. And I bet you none of your friends did either. If you're listening to the show right now, I bet you nobody thought about your business during that time because they were doing something else. Right. But you have to have a magnificent obsession with your own life. You have to do it. You've got to learn how to be obsessed with your own success. Chup, am I missing something here? Well, I just wanted to say that, you know, we're talking about putting that definite chief aim. You got to commit it to memory and repeat it. If you're having a hard time concepting, you know, grasping this concept, just think of it kind of like marketing and advertising. The whole point is to be in front of your ideal and likely buyer so much that you're now top of mind. Right. And if you have the right people, the right oh, mindset, good. you have everything that you need, it's the same thing. It all just becomes top of mind. Top of mind. So then when you're in a position where you might make a bad choice in the past, well, now you now are aware of that choice because you've self-reflected, you have a chief aim, and now you make the better choice. As an choice. example of top of mind, I'm always thinking about recruiting new Thrive yes. business coaches because we always have... We, we, if you want to become a business coach client or you want to know how it works, basically we do a 13-point assessment with you, and then I will personally write the business plan for every business owner. Right. And our coaches are kind of like project managers who execute the system. And so I'm always looking for good people who have good energy, good charisma, 
um, good communication skills, just positive people. So the other day I was out for uh, out to eat with my wife, and the two things I'm thinking about is one, don't screw up this date. Just be good. Just two, be nice. that waiter. He might be a perfect employee <laughs> because it's top of mind. I'm always thinking about it's a magnificent obsession. That's what I obsess about. And so I would encourage you today. What are you? I just write this down. What What is your obsession for 2018? What are your goals for your faith, your family, your finances, your friendship, your fitness and your fun? You've got to have those goals, Chuck. I want to make just one capstone thought as we as we got oh. a couple, couple minutes left here. The thing that I've noticed um, in my life, family's life, friends' life, clients, people that I work with, a lot of people, everybody really, you don't think this applies to you. You don't think, oh, yeah, I hang out with these people and they're not that great, but I, I this whole thing doesn't apply to me. It's, it's all these other people. But if that were true and it didn't apply to anyone, then we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it, okay? So at some level... Maybe it's different than somebody you know, but at some level, all of these things we're talking about really do affect you, and you have to change them and be uh, passionate and, and just be mindful of what you're doing and what you're putting into your mind. Now, I tell you what, on tomorrow's show, because we're going to run out of time today, we're going to talk about the final moves, concept five and six, for how you can develop yourself and to become the person you want to be this year. And it really, the, the final stuff we're going to talk about tomorrow is how to block out negativity. How to do it specifically, the actual tactics, the techniques, the moves that Dr. Z and I have used for years and that two super successful people use to block out negativity from their life. Uh, Chuck, we, we want to do nothing but encourage people and help them grow a successful company. Right. And one of the best ways that we know to do that is at our in-person two-day, 15-hour Thrive Time Show workshops. The next one is February 16th and 17th. Correct. And the tickets are normally $99 a piece. But if, if, you've got, if you've got 99 problems, but the cost ain't one. Oh, how about nice. that? So quote a little Jay-Z there. <laughs> so so. If, you, if you'll get on, uh, search for Thrive Time Show in the word iTunes, okay? Just open up iTunes, uh, click the button that says open in iTunes. All you have to do is subscribe to the podcast. That's yes. the one. Then leave us a rating and review. So leave click us the a stars. Rating and Objective review. review. Let Objective us know. reviews. Let us know what you like, what you like to hear more of, okay? Um, and then screenshot that review and, and send it as proof to info at thrive15.com, info at thrive15.com with your phone number. You'll get two free $99 tickets to February 16th and 17th workshop. It's going to change your life if you've never been. You're going to be surrounded by entrepreneurs, and it's a mindset shift for so many people that come. It is a game-changing event. Many people have told us it's changed their life, but don't take our word for it. Look up Thrive Time Show Reviews. Read the reviews and see the truth yourself. My name's Clay Clark, and as always, we're to end with a boom. Three, Three two, two, one, boom! If I can do it, I know you can too, but you must stick to it like postage do. And while Merton's on the call.